Yep, so you got that. There's, God, my hair looks crazy. At last. <laughs> At last is right. I'm so sorry that happened. It's all right. I've had to um, turn off the laptop. I think because I had the laptop on and this on both on Facebook, it wasn't working. Oh so, my gosh! Hey. Man. Yeah, that it's just Facebook. It's it's nothing we did. It's just Facebook just being dumb. I'm so sorry. I'm just glad you're here because I was losing hope. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, um, yeah, when I dropped the phone before, I uh, knocked uh, my shoulder. That's it. That's why I dropped it. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. That's all right. But, well, so yeah, if anyone's it, asking, it, it works. It works. Fine. This, this is why. Oh my god. That's it there. Surgery. Jeez. So it was a uh, yeah keyhole surgery. Oh wow. Wow. So uh, yeah, had that done uh, last Thursday. So basically, being on a diet of painkillers and codeine. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, currently using the uh, phone. <laughs> and I've got that resting against a box set of The Office. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm glad you're recovering. I'm glad you're here. Um, Yay! And I, d full disclosure, I've never actually spoken to you on any of these things like that. So it's a, it's good. No, to, this like, is the first actually, time we've done this. It's good to meet you, talk to you. Great. Um, especially mm -hmm. in a medium like this, the magic of the internet, we can right. talk and people can be involved in the discussion too. Um, so Very yeah, good. this is fun. This is fun. Um, well, let's start it off. Um, Star Wars Visions. I've seen it. I've been I... to watch a couple times. Have you had a chance to watch it? I actually, I binged watched it. The uh, I think it was the day it came out after my surgery. I just kind of oh, lay wow. in bed and just watched it. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed. It. There were some episodes I liked more than others. Yeah, me too. Um, I'll be honest. I thought the last episode was a bit meh for an I ending. Agree. I agree. It, it's okay. I, it's not nothing special. If it was me. me, what I would have done is I would have kept the duel as the first one, and maybe have moved the ninth Jedi or the Elder to the last one. So it'd be a nice you little. Have like starts you off know, great, ends great. Exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like. Not only was a Kikiri or whatever the name of it was, it wasn't. It kind of went over my head. It wasn't. I didn't really mm -hmm. connect with me. Also, it was a very dark episode. I, I thought yeah, it was, was weird that they. I, I thought it was weird that they would end with a dark one like that. But whatever, you know. I still, right. I think everyone, there, everyone had at least one episode they really, really enjoyed. So, like, oh, yeah. I think that's something to be said about that. I guess. I I do agree with. Um... Alex from Stars explained that uh, we need to know more about the Ronan. Yes, I've and seen I'm, some of his uh, videos on that. That's been good. Yeah, um, I'm I'm looking forward to reading the book, the new Ronan book, because that's supposed to like expand on that character and also that universe. And mm -hmm. I'm 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 looking forward to that because like that's that's so many of these things like introduce like a very not just characters but a really interesting universe around that characters. You're like, okay, what's, what's going on there? This isn't really the Star Wars universe. It's something different. What is going on here in their own universe? This is a different like, take. Yeah, it's just completely different, especially Ninth Jedi. Like Ninth Jedi is like this whole thing, and maybe is it Star Wars? Maybe it isn't. It's there's the lightsabers. There's all this kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. what's going on there? And I really want to learn more about it. Well, I know they've said it's not canon, but the way I look at it is similar with Legends. It's just whispers, stories, folk. Tales that are told around the campsite 
and that's what this is. Maybe they did happen, maybe they didn't, but it's just it's just a story. It's truly just legendary stories, you know. It's it's like okay, yeah, mm-hmm. most of it does. It's not like have, Robin Hood. Yeah, it's it's mostly stuff that like it could have happened, you know. It could be something that you know, and like the Ninth Jedi, is it like way in the future or is it way in the past? Like how mm-hmm. you know, and, and all this is supposed to take place in a galaxy far, far away, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's you know, and you can. Accept I like if uh, the Ninth Jedi is in the future. Like, I like Jedi that is in the future. The Jedi are really having a bad time. That's like what now the third, fourth time they've been wiped out again. <laughs> like how many purges? It's is like this? they can't. As many as the film series. It is. I'll be honest. It... Have not watched. Have not watched that series yet. Yeah, it's uh, like because like in the Last Jedi, like there's a bunch of Sith, so the rule of two isn't a thing anymore, or isn't a thing yet. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of Sith, there's no Jedi, it's just, it, it's crazy, but it's so fascinating because you're like, okay, I want, I want this to keep going, I want to know and learn more about this. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I like how at the end as well, like, that temple they were on did look like a giant lightsaber. It's so good, so good. I mean, just amazing like, imagery. I see more of that. Yeah. And the fact that, like, Kyber crystals are, are so rare, and then lightsabers in general are just rare. It's just like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, like, and just it was a very powerful moment when, when Ethan like grabs lightsaber. He's like, oh, like it's a real lightsaber. Like, wow, this these are Jedi. I've never seen a lightsaber before. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I hope like if they do more films again, like set in like the episodic like saga, do something like that where. It has been long forgotten. Like maybe that's what Ryan Johnson could be doing with his trilogy. Awesome. Maybe it's set well in the past or well in the future, where yeah, it's similar. Like we they don't know about this kind of stuff yet. I think it'll be very interesting. Still hope yeah. his film's getting done though. Yeah, I do too. I I still go back to that idea of the first Jedi. Like that that idea. I think that would be great for Ryan Johnson to go back and tell mm-hmm. the story of like. How did lightsabers come to be? How did people discover the Force? How did the Jedi Order come to be? Like that would be really interesting questions. And again, you're dealing with stuff that people have some very strong opinions on, and probably would hate Ryan Johnson over. But whatever, um, oh, I still think I'd it would be absolutely fascinating for him to do that and just kind of like explore mm-hmm. that and give kind of the definitive story of like how the Jedi came to be. Or maybe it's not the definitive story. Maybe we just have fun with it, and you know, mm-hmm. it's like oh. Did this happen? Did this not happen? I, I love the idea of what Visions puts in place, which is like, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. It doesn't really matter. It's just a story. All right. Well, regardless, whatever the story he does, it's going to look like the best one out of the series. Like, come on, Last Jedi is the best-looking Star Wars film out of that trilogy. It is. Out of the Disney era. Like, any, you could take any scene from that and have it as a nice postel something on the wall because nearly every shot of that is beautiful it it is and that's saying something because i think all the all the new films are gorgeous in their own ways and have some amazing imagery but like last jedi takes it like from 10 to 10 it takes it to like 12 like just in visuals it's it's easily the best looking star wars film ever and one of the best looking movies yeah 
Like it's just. I saw that three times in cinemas. One of them in IMAX, and IMAX was good. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you're like, people go like, it's crap. Like, have you watched the movie? Like, you don't have to like the story, but like, come on, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's more than just uh, the story. Honest, I think so. half the complaints of that film, I think, are just overdone overblown and it's, it's to the point where like they've, they've, they've taken like going frame by frame saying oh there's a mistake there and say right yeah if you take any film frame by frame you'll see mistakes it is insane and and you know it's like i have complaints about the movie i have complaints about probably all the movies but like mm-hmm. it's so like people just like take the little tiny things and just <laughs> go forward with them and to the ninth degree nth degree yeah whatever I, degree I mean, for example, my least favorite film of the lot is that the clones. Even as a kid, never really liked it. My strongest memory of Attack of the Clones is seen as a kid, about the time when Kenobi goes to Camino yeah. and needing the toilet, and I held in. Age what nine years old, <laughs> holding in from then to the end, thinking something's going to happen, something won't happen. Hopefully something happens. Not until like the very end something happens. I am telling you, I, I, I think I was taking a piss for about five minutes. <laughs> I mean, any longer, my bladder would have exploded. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah. only ever happened another time, seeing the new Suicide Squad for half an hour of the movie. I, think, mm, I need the toilet. I'll hold in, I'll hold in. Longest two hours of my life yeah because you commit to holding it and you're like oh my god what have i done you're like waiting for that yep. moment and it never comes and uh so you think oh, i'll go when it's quiet but no bit came when it was quiet or it was safe to go so <laughs> I, I again like i came came out and my mate rob's all like you were in there for five minutes i'm just saying it did not stop honestly i i know like in america your drink sizes are huge I think I got obviously got like it was the super coke from Cineworld at the gate, <laughs> and it was like three times the size of the glass I've got here, oh my full God. of ice and coke. And I'm like, I, I regret doing this. Like, why did I do this? <laughs> but um, overall, actually, Suicide Squad was a lot better than the other Suicide Squad. Yes, it was. It was massive improvement, I think, and very. James Gunn is James Gunn. Like, oh, I, yeah. he, he, I think he, he, they had me from when they said, okay, it's James Gunn. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it, it might not be as good as I want it to be, but like, it'll still be watchable. It'll still be great. Like, the Suicide Squad, the original one, was just like, what is this movie? Like, I don't even know. It was. Suicide Squad 2016 was a bit like Tug of War. You had one side that was all dark and gritty. And then the other side is all glamour and lovely and lights and bright stuff and sequins and music. And it's just, it, it didn't match. Like the first trailer you saw of Suicide Squad, I thought, oh, this looks like a good kind of film. This looks good. And then obviously Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxies came out and they're like, oh, we got to make it nice and bright for the kids. And they, they, they shot on it. They made it really bad. Yeah, it's... And then there's a whole controversy of David Ayer and all this kind of stuff. You don't know who to believe at this point, but like, you know, I, I just, I think 
they did it right by like taking what was established in that movie and like okay Harley Quinn even Captain mm-hmm. Boomerang didn't last five minutes like taking the oh no, that was hilarious that. yeah yeah I did not I did not see that coming that was just wipe oh. everyone out no, but in like they, two minutes <laughs> it was so good but like that's what you go to a Suicide Squad movie for is like anybody could die and it set the tone oh, yeah, for yeah. that um, so I think it worked perfectly and taking Harley Quinn and all these characters that we actually liked from the first movie and continuing them mm-hmm. on I think was was brilliant it was also weird seeing John Cena in a serious role like I know that sounds really weird, but the last time I saw John Cena in a film was a little while ago. A few friends of mine we've had a few drinks and we decided to put a really bad film on. It was Fred. And John oh Cena's in Fred as the dad. Oh, I remember this. I remember this because I used to watch Fred on YouTube. <laughs> I and then there was a Fred I got movie. To do that. I'm so glad I did not watch that. That would have hurt my ears. Oh my god! Yeah, he's I the dad he's, in the in that trilogy. He's Fred's dad. I forgot all about that. That's amazing. So it's kind of weird saying, "Oh yeah, he's tough, angry." Like because oh, that was like I like that, that casting is like is totally like a joke. Like it's like, oh, well, who's oh, the most yeah. ridiculous person we can get to be play Fred's dad? Okay, it's that guy, but he has some. Suicide Squad. He's got some serious acting chops, and now he's getting cast oh, yeah. and everything. Like he genuinely, like that's a glow up. And apparently, John Cena is like a excellent person in real life. Like he spends all his time like going to children's hospitals and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. John Cena, not only obviously talented, but like a great person too, which is fantastic to see. Like I find um, now, for example, you got like John Cena, you got Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, Dave Bautista. Uh, yes, they are wrestlers, and they they aren't great actors. They're good, right? But it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. You're not seeing them because they're great actors. You're going to see them because you know their movies are going to give you a good time. And, and that that's why it's so ridiculous when people go like, "Oh, this person's a bad actor." You know, what was the prequels all about? Like, saying, oh, Hayden Christensen, all this kind of stuff. And, and ultimately, it's like, it's not about, mm-hmm. it's not about the acting. You can have a good movie with, you know, a subpar actor in it. And you can have things. Mm-hmm. Look at Schwarzenegger. He's not, a, he's not going to win an Oscar. He never did. He never will. But he's freaking mm-hmm. entertaining. People love exactly. that guy. And he is a crowd pleaser. And you, you want to see what he's going to do. Um, and that's just the most important thing. And you got Batista, you've got all these new wrestlers coming up. These just people that were basically jokes, you know, people that just like mm-hmm. come up on stage and do wrestling and all this kind of stuff, stuff that's, that's not highbrow at all. Um, doing these really dramatic roles. It's like, okay, all right, I'm oh, on yeah. board. Well, look at uh, Rodney Piper. Um, but the late Rodney Piper, he was in They Live, John Copeland. And that's pretty much one of the best films he's done. Wow. By John Carpenter. It's very good. Um, but yeah, going back to Visions, how you mentioned, like, obviously, yeah. it's, a, it's a sort of a risky series for them to do, like, something different, out the box. But it's proven to be success. I've noticed on my page, I've noticed on your page, I've noticed across all these groups <laughs> that majority of fans have enjoyed it. Right. Uh, I did, like, a poll, and majority was, yes, they would like to see a second series of Visions. And I think 
maybe as well they should take a stab at other little things. A little pitch for you. What would you say if they took um, something like biomes? Is it biomes on Disney Plus? Yeah, the whole flyover thing on Disney Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They took something like that and they did it in the um, oh, what's the uh, what's the stage they use for Mandalorian? Oh, the uh, the the volume. Yeah. The volume. Take the volume, and they do a nature show. That would be so they go planet planet, and just like David and like kind of like, and here we have the pork, and it's just like obviously footage of the porgs and hunting and all that. Maybe there's one in danger from the sea creature out there, them in the nest and stuff, and you just have something like that, or like something to do with banthers for ten minutes. That would be I, and see. Now I want actually David Attenborough to do it. Like I want David Attenborough just straight lace, just okay. And now we have a bantha. Now we have a dewback in Tatooine. Like you know, like just totally just straight. Just do it straight, and that would be amazing. And you could just have him on stage, and just like he's just sitting off the side and doing it in the volume. That would be amazing. Well, you have like fifteen minute episodes on different planets. That's bound to be different kind of life on each one like things like you go to Naboo you don't just have the things that are on the on land you got the sea monsters underneath yeah I mean well. you could you could have like David Attenborough in a submarine <laughs> in a bongo under exactly. the sea watching you know the the OPC killer or whatever those things are from Phantom Menace like <laughs> and then you also say then the bigger one comes out and says and there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> you can hear, you can hear that. You can, you can, okay. you can absolutely. And then, <laughs> and then, oh god, prequel memes will go absolutely nuts over that. That would be a meme machine. Like it would destroy the internet. Like that would be amazing. Mm. Now I'm disappointed. Well, it's not probably not going to happen. <laughs> well, it's maybe not with David Attenborough, but you could easily get someone. Like you could, I. You could have, like, uh, maybe Ewan McGregor. He's got kind of a soothing voice. You'd have him just narrate it, maybe. Well, have you seen the video where he's, like, um, he's he's he's, uh, he's commenting on, like, mooses or something? Um, oh, He's talking. Yes. Like, there's that meme that's out there. And, like, that would be, like, amazing. Like, you're just, like, it's, it's like, or it's, like, Obi-Wan on Tatooine. But, like, he's, like, mm-hmm. clearly got a job, like, thing. So he's, like, observing, like, do-backs and... Like, oh, here's a Sarlacc in its natural habitat. Like, you know, it would be great. And you see, like, a sand person just falling or something. <laughs> you don't get too close. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, that'd be entertaining. I would watch that. But then again, some people would be like, oh, it's not action enough. But it's just like, it would be a different take on Star Wars, as you mentioned before in the two previous streams. Of visions, it's a different take on the universe, and it'd be just nice to kind of have a something to have on the background. It wouldn't have you wouldn't have to be like religiously watching it, but like just every so often, maybe a 10 15 minute little short about each planet, yeah, about like the life on it, like the ecosystem, and just like you could even have like some kind of Jedi and a droid just going to different in these planets, like. Observing it from a distance, like David Amber, 
Like, if you got someone yeah. who is, like, kind of a historic to do that, I think it would, it would totally work. I think fans would absolutely love it. Yeah. It, I, I hope they... I hope they're willing to... I hope Visions kind of pushes them in the direction of doing new, different things and crazy things. Because Visions mm. is crazy. Visions is, like... You watch the twins. That thing is mental. Like it's so just, many Easter eggs in that. Yeah, but like it's a like I I can only respect things that are like thinking outside the box, doing something different, doing something crazy mm-hmm. because that's where you're gonna get the good stuff. You know, that's oh, yeah. why I, that's why I don't like I don't totally get. Like I understand why people don't like Last Jedi, but I don't get the just the mindless hate that it gets because like even when I am critical of that movie and I'm like I'm not totally on board with everything single thing it does, I appreciate mm. that it's doing that. I appreciate that it's going to the next level and pushing Star Wars beyond what we thought it was because people mm-hmm. also complain that it's getting stale. You're not doing anything new. Well, this is how you get something new by pushing the envelope exactly. and doing something completely you never expected. And so, yeah. It's too different. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a Star Wars nature show, that's crazy. But I want mm. that because it's something I've never seen before and it would get people talking. I think, I think that would actually, like, bump up Disney Plus numbers because, like, people like, would. wait a minute, what is this? What, did they got David Attenborough to do a nature show with Star Wars characters? What? It would be like nature, is it National Geographic meets, yeah, Star Wars. Maybe you get a little cross between the two. It would be nice. And it'll be something casual, just something nice and gentle. That's what I like background. about you biomes, is, is biomes mm. just like this casual thing you just turn on in the background and, you know, you got sound effects and wind, all this kind of stuff. And it's beautiful. It's, it's really relaxing. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm totally down for this. You could easily do something. You could shoot something, have it on crate with the crystal foxes and all that. And maybe there is some kind of predator that chases them. We don't know what it is. Maybe it could look like a giant, like, picture like a, a graboid, like, but it's all crystallized. <laughs> and that's that, that, that hunts out them as well and eats the salt and stuff. That's how it helps produce a lot more of the crystal. Go, go nuts with that. It would be like a Maybe. visual dictionary like come to life, like all the useless information exactly. that's in those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be perfect. You could have something like that, and yeah, you're right, it would get people talk. And there's nothing out there that would go absolutely crazy with certain people. Oh my gosh, yeah. You could imagine the YouTube videos after something like that just the insanity of like oh my god they're ruining star wars somehow a show showing banthas and how they live is woke they show too many female banthas this is woke christ honestly like i've now to the thing of that if i see the usual suspects and their thumbnails appeared i'm just being like Let's see, why, why do they use that word? Oh, yes, because it's a, it's a buzzword to hide behind because they are probably most likely a bigot. Yeah, it's like everything is woke. Everything is woke. Like anything that like is not like the norm is, is just completely woke or even in normal things. Like, you know, like, I don't if, know. After, if after four years you are using those terminology, those buzzwords to anything that is person of color, um, a woman, someone who is of the LGBTQ community, 
over and over again, literally trying to find things to be annoyed about, and we'll count on using this terminology. I'm sorry, but you are probably an Estonism. It, it's like the biggest cell phone for them. It's like mm -hmm. they're like, they like anything. Like uh, you go in a comment section, like a, a literally a black person will get cast in a movie and they're like, this is woke. Like, guys, do you realize like this is, this isn't woke. This is you being racist. This is you mm -hmm. being oh, yeah. like just a total bigot. Um, you turn the clocks back to about the 60s, these people would have been the same people outside of colleges, stopping certain students going in. It's true. It's true. It is absolutely mm -hmm. true. Like, it, it's it's just a new version of that. And they don't. Oh, yeah. And those people, if you ask them, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't I don't agree with like, you know, the the civil what was going on the civil rights movement or whatever like that. I don't I don't you know, I don't like that. Like, they're not racist. But if you. Mm -hmm. If you talk about like, oh yeah, let's put a, you know, let's put a, a, a black stormtrooper in a Star Wars movie. Oh my God. Ah, then it goes absolutely nuts. Well, that's why, um, well, I have a little theory when it comes to Doctor Who. Oh yeah. And I know if this theory happens, those buzzwords will be used. <laughs> so there was a series. So obviously, you know, Russell T Davis has returned. Right. He brought a series one to series four of Doctor Who, uh, Cassellson and David Tennant. Now, uh, he's done other series, uh, what's it called? Queer Folk and Cucumber. And then he did one th earlier this year called It's a Sin. Uh, have you seen that? No, I don't think I've even heard of those things, actually. Give uh, It's a Sin a watch, but um, I will warn you now, it is, it'll hit you in the gut. Oh, wow. Emotionally. Like, it is, it's a very, it's basically a decade from 1981 to 1991, about uh, five friends living in London. They all moved to London in 1981 for, like, university, and it shows their lives. And they're, it's four lads and lass. And the four lads, are out, they're open, they're enjoying life. But you're hearing all these murmurs of like, oh, did you hear like uh, 20 people died in New York, all these blokes? And they had about this uh, this virus and stuff. And it turns out um, it's at the beginning of the AIDS epidemic. Oh, wow. In London. And it's the story of like how that affected people. And Ollie Alexander plays one of the main characters, years and years. Brilliant job. But in one of the episodes, um, he he wants to be basically he wants to become an actor, and in episode four, there's a series, there's a scene where he's in he's all in an outfit. He got like the screen changes from like how it is, for example, us now with the bars on the sides, and they're filming Doctor Who in the eighties. Oh wow! Like, they got great. like they got like the like the Sylvester McCoy Daleks coming out, going exterminate, exterminate, and they're filming it. But here's the thing. So Russell T. Davis made it's a scene brought obviously back Doctor Who. Is filming a scene with the Daleks. Got Murray Gold who did the composing for Doctor Who back as well to do a series wow. it's a sin score. But they went out their way to even get a C is it S F X magazine, it was a sci fi magazine. Right. With Ollie Alexander, kinda like back to back with a Dalek in costume with like a tagline can 
Richie Tozer defeat the Daleks and all that. Hmm. And Russell D. Davis, oh yeah, he would make a good Doctor Who, he'd make a good Doctor Who. John Barrowman, oh yeah, he would make a good Doctor Who, yeah, he would make a good Doctor Who. And overnight since the series, it went from 21 to, yeah, 25 to 1 for his odds, to now, obviously now Russell T. Davis has come back. I checked, um, got a friend of mine that works at the bookies. It's gone to 2 to 1. Wow. In just less than a year, the odds have changed that much for uh, this actor. Wow. And I think just it just seems a little bit too convenient of all the little bits, all the little points that maybe it could be the next one. Maybe it might be number 14. Because like when it came to Peter Capaldi, obviously he appeared in Doctor Who in the past. Right. But uh, when World War Z came out, um, Peter Capaldi was in it and yeah. played a Who Doctor. Yeah, I remember this. And then obviously a while later, He's Doctor Who. Yeah. It just seems a little bit too convenient. And I think I've got a theory that maybe Ollie will be the next one. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious who could be the next one. You know, after yeah. after obviously they, they've made that jump. It was a bunch of white guys mm -hmm. and then um they went to uh Jody Whitaker. Um, mm -hmm. very curious to see like, how they take it forward and Russell T. Davies coming back. A lot of people are excited about that. Um, I just, I'm kind of itching to get back into the show too because I haven't watched it in a while. But uh, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. I've already seen comments saying, please bring back David Tennant, please. It's like, <laughs> he'll come back for a, for a special, but he's, he's moved on. Right. Like I know the, in a perfect world, he would have been mm -hmm. Doctor Who forever, but... Uh, Oh yeah. No, no, no. He's 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 got too many other things going on. Well, after him, I would have for a while. I always wanted um, Alan Davis. From uh, he's one of the uh, guest panels on uh, QI. He's just got a bit of a kind of curlyish hair. He just thought he's got Tom Baker. No, not exactly a Tom Bakerness, but like it was made of the hair. Oh my! God. I just wanted him cast because of the hair. Yeah, and uh, I love I love the different options, you know. It's just, and and also like you know, obviously you like you want to go British, but then like what if you get an you know? There's so many different options. Like I'm thinking like you know if they went with you know if they just went all out, um, um, uh, they went all out like a Jeff Goldblum being the Doctor. Like how crazy would that be? I can picture. There'll be a lot of pauses. The episodes would have to be 15 minutes longer just because of him. You just turn up and you're like, uh, yes, um, well, uh, as you can see now, I am yes, the, uh, the doctor. There'll just be so many little pauses. Oh, yeah. yeah like, would be. like Rose, Rose, the time stream continuum has obviously changed, uh, you know, because of the um, my arch enemy, the uh, Daleks. Yes. Yes, the Daleks of uh, Scarrow. Yes. Jeff Goldblum. And it'll literally be that. And it'll be entertaining. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm very curious where they go with this now. And Rusty Davies coming back, like, you know, the kind of pull that he could have, bringing older actors back, but also um, mm. getting people excited to, you know, oh, potentially yeah. work for him, you know, any new actors coming in.
Mm-hmm. Well, as it's from the sounds of it, you're a bit of a Doctor Who fan. I already know you're a Star Wars fan. So I know that you would agree with me that we both agree the Daleks would conquer the Star Wars galaxy. Probably so. Probably so. They're, they're, yes, they're, they're, they are, they are mean little pepper, salt pepper shakers. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, what are they going to do? Like, fly afterwards? Yeah, they can fly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you don't mess with them. Like, you, you just look at them and go, like, what's the deal with these things? You're mm. like, oh, my God. Mm. He's, he well, did not want to meet one of those things. Sorry, just shoulders killing there. So, like, I would like to actually do more kind of podcast stuff like this in future. And, like, one of the ideas, one was, like, oh, kind of do, like, sort of a what if. them opening a door they just gassed the room with Qui-Gon in and just kept on doing that and so like more like a versus kind of thing so for example and uh, there was a post I did ages ago let's see what you think of it um so got the planet Coruscant big city planet but the further in you go like the lower you go the worse it gets pollution right decay rust and there's a great sideman story about a spaceship trying to get away from a black hole and at the front it's all pristine it's really nice but obviously um that's the closest to the black hole the further away you go obviously it's been like decaying it's it's been years have passed and the people that were down there have devolved and have had to replace their body due to like the smog the pollution the, the just the air Wow. with mechanical parts so imagine like say Coruscant in the middle at the worst like the worst toxic place and the people have turned themselves into Cybermen and now want to go up towards like towards the upper city like that would make I would say that would make a great discussion like what would happen yeah that, that is very that's fascinating the idea of it I'm just so, like, I'm, Okay. I was gonna say you've already, so you've got millions of people that have converted themselves, and then thousands of them that are now that can actually fight back, like shoot fire, like the typical Cybermen. Like, would the Jedi be able to stop them? What would happen to Coruscant? Would the would the Republic have to step in? Um, like, would they spread out across the galaxy? Would it just take the planet? Would they be able to be defeated? I think we kind of meant. Like, what if? Yeah, and I'm just fascinated. I've always been fascinated by Coruscant because, like, you, you have to wonder, like, the farther you go down, like, what is down there? Like, what is below that? Because, like, at a certain point, like, it would get really weird because, like, mm-hmm. maybe there's no air, there's no, like, light. Like, how do people survive down there? And, like, the idea, like, maybe there's just droid people <laughs> down there just living. Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, that's, that's really cool. Droid people, that sounds a lot of like there's a British horror film from the early 90s <laughs> called, um, oh, what's it called? It was on the tip of my tongue, and I've just forgotten what it is. I want, I want to say hardware, where uh, the government built these um, robots, these killing machines to like depopulate areas, and someone finds the remains of one rebuilds it and it comes back online starts killing 
Oh, wow. You could easily, you could easily <laughs> do something like that set in Star Wars. Oh my gosh. A droid revolution led by a psychotic droid. <laughs> Technically nearly happened in Legends. Technically speaking, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Hey, well, I'll, be, I'll be right back in just one second. That's all right. I, I need to go to the toilet myself. Oh, no, so, no, 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 no. so uh, be, I'll be back in a second. Two ticks. Two ticks. Thank you guys for being patient. Ooh, I needed to stretch my legs anyway. Okay, now it's a trick of trying to get this on with one hand. Oh my god. Okay, not the best oh. look, but managed it. And you did it better than I would have ever had. It's just, uh, You're probably learning a, a lot of new things moment. doing that. Yeah, I mean, haven't used my feet more often, I've noticed. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Necessity. So. Yeah, so what originally happened was with this, so as you can see, there. So I've had to have keyhole surgery around here in different sides oh. to repair um, 
to repair the joint and the tendons inside because uh, it was about three years ago. Actually, yeah, it is coming for a year. Uh, I went on holiday with a friend of mine um, to Tenerife. Lovely place, like really nice uh, um, volcanic oh. island. And um, we were there for about 11 days and about halfway through the holiday. We so we've got Siam Water Park. It's like Europe's best and biggest water park. And I, I wouldn't knock the place. The place is great. Like crazy ass slides. There's ones that you go down on these mats. So you hold on to like on this foam mat and you just you go down. And next to that was one that uh, we nicknamed Thunder Gun. Huh. Which you literally went down vertical. Oh no. Straight down through a shark tank. Like through a, a shark, shark tank. tank. Through a shark tank. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've been building up this this slide all day. And we're going now, we're going now, we're doing that. And we're just about to go on it. My mates are always all like, hey, why don't we go on all the slides again to build up to it? Like, build up the anticipation. I'm like, yeah, that's great. We'll do that. So we're going all the slides again. We're going the volcano. We're going the hurricane. They're going like these huge ones where you're going back and forth and these huge, big inflatables. You have to hold on. You're going to rotating round. Or you're going one that's like a joint little rubber boat and you just go down together. So we'll get to the one just before it's the ones with the foam mats. And I go to pick mine up. And you know when you they get that slimy wetness? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I remember that. And I lost my footing as I picked it up. And I'm using this arm. And then all of a sudden, and my arm's out. Oh. So what I think has happened is I've stood on it as as I lost my footing, picking it up, and pulled my own arm out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So um, obviously notice that it's out. Like the sat, the sound was the worst part. It was as if like you got a chicken bone and pulled it backwards out the air, uh, out oh, the cartilage. Man. So that amplified. As what I heard, but within five minutes, I had my arm popped back in. Uh, we were like literally about a minute, I had four lifeguards around us. Within two, I'm on a golf caddy going through uh, the park to an A&E centre, and wow. um, some nurse and doctor uh, popped it back in for us. Wow, great! Um, though, um, we did go to a hospital on the island. I took all my insurance details, I took everything with us. They wanted 250 euro up front to even look at it. I'm like, fuck that, nah. Um, <laughs> so I was in, on a uh, diet of painkillers in the morning. By lunchtime, I was on cocktails. Wow. Came back to the UK a little tiddly. <laughs> Do what you so yeah, got it checked. But then the year after, 2019, there was three times there were massive crunches from my shoulder, which, uh, again, it was like the sound of the chicken bone. Um, one on the stairs, one as I woke up, and there was one time on a night out over the space of a year. But nothing last year. <clears throat> and then this February, um, slipped at work. 
threw my arm out. So that's yep. so, so here. So there's so, me holding my arm like this for three hours. So yeah. Oh man. So here you are. So here I am. So the bandages will be on for to I believe the fourth. So it might have to be just redressed. It might be redressed or new or might be taken off. But um, I've got to be in a sling for about eight weeks. Mm. Wow. That is mm. insane. Aye. So yeah, so it's already a little annoying if I'm on the laptop and all that. And like someone's like chatting to us and I have to put a question or something. I'm like, I can't move my fingers <laughs> till I put the question mark down. Oh, oh my gosh. So that yeah. That is insane. Wow. So yeah, speedy recovery, if it goes without saying. I hope so. Though, um, after, well, it says also physiotherapy as well. Because uh, oh, I'm going to yeah, lose yeah, a lot yeah. of strength from the arm. Yeah, I can imagine. So, yay! Oh my gosh. Shame we don't have uh, Star Wars arm technology here yet. Yeah, exactly. You just, just chop it off and replace it with something more efficient. Metal. <laughs> uh, oh well, maybe, maybe in time. Maybe, maybe in time. time. Maybe time. The prospects are coming a long way. Right. Obviously, you live in America. You, you've been to Galaxy's Edge, haven't you? I've been to both Galaxy's Edge. You've been to both. To both. What's it like? I don't mean to brag. What's, I don't mean to brag. That's right. what, what's, what's it like, though? Because I've heard it's very, it's very immersive. Oh, it's incredibly immersive. Like, you're, there's nothing... Nothing can quite compare you to walking in the place and then you're kind of like you're going down these like little passageways inside Galaxy's Edge and you kind of come out of Disney World and walking along is like nothing prepares you for walking around the corner and seeing the Millennium Falcon just sitting there. Oh, like wow. it's just it's unreal. You get chills. Um and both parks mm -hmm. are like I say I've been to both parks, like they're basically the same. They are exactly alike. If you were dropped mm -hmm. in the middle of one of them or the other one, you couldn't tell the difference. Like they're almost exactly ah. the same. They've got, you know, the Millennium Falcon, they got a little hangar there, they got the ride there. You get in a little bit, there's a little marketplace, uh, bazaar, and then the rise of resistance is on the other end, and there's still like there's still a lot of space in Galaxy's Edge. It's like there's nothing there. And it's clear that ah. they're probably gonna add more stuff later, but they're still like working on it. So it's just like there's a an area where a lot of the Falcon where like there's a lot of stuff going on, and then you kind of walk out and there's like mm -hmm. this desolate area of ah. nothingness. So it's clear like they have more plans that just haven't done it. And that was my only complaint about Galaxy's Edge like coming out of it. It's like it's fun, it's like immersive, it's great. You walk around, there's people dressed like Star Wars characters, you go into there's a big Star Wars gift shop. Like it's it's fantastic, but there's you can kind of mm -hmm. see it pretty quickly. And like you go there and it's like, okay, ah. I've seen it. Um it feels like I would be like more. to try the food. The food is interesting. The food is like it's kind of weird. It's they're obviously trying to make it Star Warsy, but uh, mm. it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. As someone who's kind of a picky eater that I don't like love everything, it's it, you can probably find something that you like. Um, but you gotta have right. like interpret it because it's all it's all described weirdly. <laughs> the Star Wars jargon. Exactly. It's one thing. It is one thing. Like if I was to visit America, it's the food I've got to try. Like I've got to have like a proper American steak. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You, you you definitely, and there's so like America. Like I I, I know this with like different other countries. Like you know England, relatively small, still huge, but like 
relatively small compared to like America, which is like massive. And like you can go to certain places and like certain states have certain things and certain things are known for certain things. So like if you come here, mm-hmm. I would assume you're like – because like I'm an American, but like I have to go to you know certain places to get chili or seafood or, or whatever. Oh. Um, and kind We're of big on our out. seafood here. Yeah, naturally. Uh, one of our national dishes is fish and chips. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's funny. You go to Disney World and you go to the England exhibit at Epcot, and you can get <laughs> fish and chips at a little, a uh, little pub or whatever. <laughs> like that's. A I thing. wonder if it'll be as. I wonder if it'll be as, Yeah. Well. Yeah. The pubs. To be honest, literally within a mile of where I'm living right now, there is. Um, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But 11 pubs. <laughs> I'm surrounded by pubs. Oh my gosh. Wow, literally, the closest one is literally not even two minutes away. It's literally the street that way. Oh my it's the God. street there behind us. There's a pub. Wow. That's... <laughs> um... And then see, that's what like that's what I want to know from like people that go to Epcot and they have this world showcase where they have all the different countries. Like mm-hmm. I want to know like I haven't been to most of those countries. Like like I go to the Canada exhibit. I'm like this doesn't look like Canada. I've been to Canada, um, but like I'd be curious to know like what you people think like going to like the going to England. I would like, have... it's it's very stereotypical. I would assume. <laughs> well, yeah, you came over for a celebration. Didn't you? Twenty sixteen was it? No, I I have never oh. I have never crossed the pond. I have oh. not been Ooh, to. I think you then. Well, okay, so everyone else did. Chris, Dominic, the oh, others. Oh. Um, I was the oh. one that stayed behind for that one. Oh. Um, Shame. Yeah. You didn't get to try a Greg's. <laughs> Next time. That's that is one thing I think America. I think I think it would calm people down in America. Forget, forget what's happening with the past few years with the election and all that. What you all need is a nice sausage roll or steak bake. <laughs> exactly. Bring peace. Bring peace to everyone. Aye. Like, uh, well, for example, one of my friends, he, he works as a painting decorator. And there'll be times in the morning, he just wants he just wants something nice, hot and quick. And you'll go to Greg's and you'll get, like, it's basically, it's like a puff pastry. And inside will be sausage meat. Hmm. Cheese and beans. Interesting. It's like a little breakfast in pastry. Wow. And then you could get that for like what two two quid. That's interesting. Yeah, see, I, I'm the same way with you. Like when I come to England, I want to try the food. I want to see what it's all about. Like mm-hmm. that's that's all part of it. Some British food. Well, two things about British food. One. <laughs> They, they are staples of culture. Two, a lot of British food, similar to the uh, British Museum, we just stole from other countries. <laughs> <laughs> like, there we are, some of the things, okay, your traditional Sunday dinner, that's one. Shepherd's pie, cottage pie. Actually, a lot of pies, to be honest. Bangers and mac. It gets very samey very quick. Um, and then you go to certain places, it's just like lasagna, curry, and everything like 
these are these are other people's cultures. This is Italian. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the same way here. It's like, what is what is the like the most American food you can think of? Oh, French fries. They're French fries. Like it's something that's you know that's from another country, and there's tons of other things, and you know it's mm -hmm. just it's it's uh, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> it's, it's funny sometimes. Oh, in here, well, there's there's French fries, but we have chunkier ones called chips. Yes, yes, like the big thick ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's that, or we can get them with skin on, which is quite nice actually. Um. Hmm. Also, quite one for uh, Yorkshire pudding. Interesting. So yeah, I know. Um. I'm trying to think. I know chocolate is a bit funny in America. Yeah. Why do you think it's funny? I'm just curious. Um, mainly because of like the amount of brands. Like, for example, we got a big one in our company called Cadbury's. Right. Which is basically like pretty much half the chocolate in the UK. Wow. But like, you don't exactly have Cadbury's over there. It's like more Hershey's. Hershey's um, is the in America. One, but there's mm -hmm. so many others. There's like there's there's just like we have candy just so much candy just chocolate candy in general is just like huge mm -hmm. um and i've talked to people from overseas like they're like what is this like what is this and i got a friend from bulgaria dan grievous who i had like a hershey bar with me at celebration he's like wait what is that i'm like you've never had a hershey bar but like it, it's just not everywhere it's not a it's it's a it's a very american thing we've got a uh, american sweet shop in the shopping center. I say near where I live. I said it's like it's across the river, actually. Um, my God, I, I, I don't know if it, like, how expensive a Hershey's bar is in America, but I'm guessing it's not over two near three quid a bar. Yeah, I don't. I can't tell you off the top of my head what it would be in American and or what the conversion would be. But like they're big, like they're like you can get a Hershey, you can get smaller ones, but like you can get a Hershey bar. It's like you know size of your. Oh, no, I'm talking about the small bring. ones. They're selling. Yeah, they're selling a small one, yeah. like about size of like a mobile, for like two seventy five, nearly three quid. And you think like, is it really worth that much? For a chocolate bar? Well, I could go to another store and get like a load more. Yeah, for the same price. Like a uh, big one here is like Malteser. Hmm. Yeah, but no Maltese in America. I never, never heard of that. I don't think. If I can, I was just two ticks. I feel like if I go this way, I'm gonna pull the phone with us. <laughs> just, just can reach it. So that's Maltese. So it's little malt balls yeah, covered in okay. milk chocolate. I feel like I've seen that somewhere before. I just don't I don't know where. I don't think we have it in our stores for some reason. They're nice, but they come in a little pack in something called Celebrations, which is a bunch of other chocolates. And the Maltese are in that one's much better. More chocolate, tiny little bits of malt in like kind of an egg shape. Very nice. 
Interesting. Aye. Sounds good. Actually, okay, is it true? Speaking of egg, is it true that you can't get a Kinder egg in America? I think it used to be true, but I have personally gotten Kinder eggs. All right. Like recently. So I think maybe they were taken away for some reason because like they had like toys inside of them and Americans are dumb and they want to eat the toys. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, there was a whole thing, I think, but I think they're back now. So. Well, you say that about uh, Americans at the moment. Our country is going through a fuel crisis because everyone's running to a, a petrol station trying to fill up on fuel. There's videos of a woman putting fuel into a carrier bag. The same thing happened here. People were nuts a while back, just in my area, not this southern part of the country, where mm. there was like a problem. Someone hacked a oil refinery or like a, a, a fuel center or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And it wasn't that big a deal, but it just got out that, oh, well, there's, there's a fuel crisis. And it just, people went nuts. There was like, we were in line getting gas. Like it was insane. And then people were like taking plastic bags and, and like just random stuff to the gas station and filling it up. Where people like, what are you doing? It, it reminds me of two things. One, Mad Max 2 um, with uh, <laughs> like, a war for gasoline with um, Lord Humongous and that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia with door-to-door -door gasoline. <laughs> I need to watch that show. That's amazing. You, you need to watch. It is. I'm not big for American comedies like a series. I find it a little bit too uh, laughing tracks and they'll just they'll do something stupid which they think is funny but it's not it's just stupid even as but, an american i can say like yeah that's some of that stuff's weird like um but always sunny in philadelphia does not have a laughing track and it like british humor it's it's cynical it's harsh someone gets hurt or someone else gets the pain and that's what makes it funny yeah and the fact that these people do awful things to someone else and they don't get hurt from it, someone else does, and that's the best best comedy comes from tragedy. There's a, there's a there's a great series um which actually my brother's been watching lately, something called One Foot in the Grave. I've heard of that, yeah. It's a nineties, nineties um comedy series about a old man called Victor Meldrew who is forced into early retirement. And it's basically the story, it's basically episodes about him and his wife in retirement and just hating life. Like, there's a bit where, like, um, he's, got, he's got a catchphrase of, like, I don't believe it. So he, he, they're recently getting something done with their house. So they've got a skip. Like, um, I don't know, would you call them skips in America? They're big metal canister where they're putting like all the stuff in like from the back garden from the kitchen into this big metal container and he notices one day here. and we call it a skip here okay um but like i don't know maybe a big trash bin i don't know but um he notices <laughs> one morning that someone has put a mattress a dirty mattress full of needles like needles into his uh, skip and he's like i don't believe 
stupid. Someone threw their dirty mattress in our bin. And what do they think this is? Some kind of community bin? They're going off on one. <laughs> anyway, manages to get rid of it. Goes to bed with his wife. Comes down next morning. His wife's sorting breakfast out. And he's in his dressing gown, as I am. Um, like, getting a, a cup of tea or something. Morning paper. And he notices something out the corners. Like, goes to his curtains. Looks through. Right, well, I'll be having it later. Yeah, plate it up for us. Sorry, I missed my brother. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, so um, it looks like well, you just see his entire like mouth just gate open. He's like, I don't believe it. Comes out, <laughs> you see him like looking outside. Someone's thrown a mini, a little green car into the skip. <laughs> Oh my god. And what makes it worse is when he opens the car door, the mattress, the used mattress is rolled up inside. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just little things like that. Like apparently the program got in some trouble now and then with certain jokes and stuff. Like there's one oh. where they had a, they had they had like a stray cat coming into the house and all that. So his wife goes to make something to eat and like screams. And like, uh, so, uh, the, the, there's a dead cat in the uh, freezer. <laughs> and they take it out. So he's like, is it dead? I don't know. Do I check it sell by date? Oh, maybe if, I rub, maybe if I rub two fish fingers together, I can create a fire and warm it back up. Oh, it's my just like God. This... <laughs> oh, yeah. Dead funny, though. That is hilarious. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a chance to watch a few British comedies and they're, oh, my God, they're so funny. So uh, great. The main ones you need to watch, obviously, there's the classics like that one, Only Fools and Horses, um, Forty Towers. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would not say the British Office. Mm, I actually okay. do prefer the American Office. Okay. All right. So I'm not a big that. fan of Ricky Gervais. Um, there is it's one called Porridge, which is a bit weird. One set in a prison. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, okay. In between us, the actually British in between us. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I tried watching the American one. No, <laughs> they bleep out all the swear words. While in the British one, like they obviously swear in quite a lot. They're teenagers and stuff, and it just it works better. Oh wow! Okay. I think they tried to clean it up, and it was just obviously it did not work. Uh, there's another one actually. Um, I would only recommend watching up to series two because it kind of went downhill after Robert Sheehan left. But there's a series called Misfits. Hmm. It's a sort of a dark comedy thriller superhero with a hint of horror. Really? Um, wow. Series. I, a lot of like, kind of upcoming people were in it as well. So if you've seen Umbrella Academy, the lad that plays Klaus is in this. Okay. And he's more or less the same character. Oh, wow. That's funny. But, like, younger. But uh, that's good. That's, I would definitely recommend that. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I just need to watch more TV in general. Just, just right. you know, there's so much good stuff out there. And it's coming out every single day with new things. Um, it's crazy. Well, the streaming is good. But then I've got, like, if you can see... Oh, that's yeah. just the top shelf, and that's double layered. 
Oh my gosh. So I've got a ton, ton to watch. Yeah. Still, I uh, I think I've got pretty much all the Bond films. There's all, a little Doctor Who in there. I've got all the Star Wars DVDs and Blu-rays in there as well, which is like now in hindsight was a bit pointless now due to Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, little 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 films in there though. Actually, there's a really good British comedy you might like. It's on a, it's, a, it's on a very taboo subject, but it's oh. called Four Lions. It's a Channel oh. 4 production. It came out around 2010, 2011. Interesting. The film's about um, four friends that also that just so happened to be, well, wanting to be suicide bombers. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that. And it's like a documentary kind of film, how it is, how it's been done. And again, there's some dark humour to it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like again, like I think this was like again, it's like kind of a coping thing. Obviously, like what happened like three three years before this film came out, obviously, yeah, the bombings in London. Oh yeah. But it, it's a kind of a, it's just it it just takes the piss out of them in a way of how like dumb these people can be there's a bit where obviously they do they're called like the video they film the video they got the flag behind them and they're doing like they're like doing now i don't know like how they're going against um the country and all that and they and, and they, they hear the guy behind the camera saying what you're doing like what, what on earth you're doing he says it's a, it's a it's a gun it's a proper replica yeah for action man it's like no 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 it's, it's, it's too small the gun's too small no no it's not the gun's not too small just big hands. <laughs> or like one of them, like they get, they get taken into a garage and the whole garage floor is covered in bottles of bleach of different makes. And it's like, oh, well done, Fessel. You've done all well. Yeah, just kept on going down to the store and getting them. But what do you mean? The store down the road. Kept, I just kept on getting 20 bottles of bleach from there. From the same shop, and they're like, "No, no, I use disguises." So basically, covering his beard with his hands, going like, "Got twenty bottles of bleach, please." <laughs> and like saying that he went in dressed as a woman, and like, so anyway, like, so uh, why would a woman go in to a shop, ask for twenty bottles of bleach while covering her face? Well, she's embarrassed. Why is she embarrassed, <laughs> Cecil? Because she's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's just stuff like that it's just it's dead funny you get some, some bits where it just comes out of nowhere and you're like you just you don't know whether to laugh or just sit there in shock it is most of the time you end up laughing but it's 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 quite good well, I showed two of my mates that and they were in stitches over it <laughs> it's just like again it's things you shouldn't exactly be laughing at but it's it, i think again it's a way of a coping thing that the best way to do it is to laugh at them to take the piss out of them some of the best humor is ones you like i feel really guilty about laughing at this but it's so funny and mm-hmm. I, I think genuinely like at a certain point lee you know, it's like you know 9-11 jokes and all this kind of stuff that that, that mm-hmm. was like super taboo and kind of still is but like I think we've kind of learned, like okay, you can kind of put fun at this a little bit. It's the the, mm-hmm. the the sting is worn off just a little bit. 
Um, but you know, it, it's always, it's always, you're always like, anytime someone does go there, you're like, oh my God, they actually said that. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Like, I don't want to say, say that. I wouldn't say it's taking the make out the, the events like right. that. It's just, it's taking the piss out of those that were behind the event, that right. wanted to do the event, and to having to take some of their power away from them. Well, yeah, exactly. Because, like, it, that's the ultimate, like, it's not just like, oh, this event and they kill people and it was, it was terrible. It's like now you have this like somber tone and they, they've taken away our joy. They've, they've terrorized us. If we mm. can turn that around and actually laugh about it and make fun of them, like that's mm. really showing them. That's really like turning things around and going like, okay, you're, you can, you can, you, 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 you've knocked us down, but you're not going to destroy us. You're not going to defeat us because we can still come back and just laugh in your face about it and go like, ha ha, you're, you're dumb. You're, you're a bad person. Oh, yeah. you're, you're stupid, you know? And that's, that's the ultimate like win of like being able to just move on normally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a great comedy for lions. If you haven't seen it, that sounds amazing. And, and Hugh in the chat says that Riz Ahmed's in it, so that makes me even more want to see it. Yeah, um, yeah, from Rogue One. Yeah, I completely nearly forgot about that. But yeah. Um, also, you may notice um, little cameos from certain people before they got quite famous. I love. There's those, a certain yeah. certain Benedict. Isn't oh. it? A, a Cumberbatch, maybe? Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. Like, it, it's again, I like what. Does it, actually, there's a good series that you might like. Uh, it might be on Netflix in America, I'm not 100%. But it's full of these Easter eggs of like, well, say Easter eggs, these cameos from actors who are like, I recognize him before he even got famous. And it's something called Black Books. Interesting. Uh, basically, it's um, it's about this Irish, this drunken Irish man that is chain smoker. He drinks. He owns a bookshop, but he hates people. And <laughs> this last that works in a shop next door called Nifty Gifty, and it's just them and how they how their life goes. But it's just, just again, it's like a cynical kind of thing, like. He just hates people. <laughs> and then again, like he needs to run the bookshop, but he doesn't like running it because he has to interact with people, but he doesn't want to buy more books because people will buy books. Oh my gosh. It's just predicament. It's just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, for example, Martin Freeman appears in it, for a little oh. cameo. Um, Simon Pegg is in there for a cameo. Um, the voice of Darth Maul from episode one. Peter Serafin. Isn't it? Wow. Yes. That's cool. And his, his little arc in it, it turns out Last Fran had a crush on him. And literally his voice sets her off. <laughs> in a sexual sort of way. There's a bit where she just puts the radio on in bed and his part on the radio comes on. She's like, about it, just dead happy. And obviously, like he, she phones him up and all that, but not not saying a word. And he's like, he's like, hello, is somebody there? And all you can hear is her getting really excited in the background. Says, Fran, is that you? Fran, Fran, <laughs> you want me to come over, Fran? 
Mummy, come, Fran. I'll come, Fran. And it's just her oh. getting more and more excited. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, you, you you hear that and you think like, this man was Darth Maul. <laughs> totally takes a whole different context. Exactly. It's brilliant. Oh Honestly, my. like, there's a great episode where they come across, uh, they have to look after this house and bottles of wine. Oh, hello, Tallulah. Like, look after this, uh, oh, I mean, she's wet. And it's been raining, that's why. <laughs> so, um, so they obviously get told, like, they can have all this wine here. All this wine, they can have as much as they want. They just can't drink the nine bottles over here. <laughs> well, Manny being Manny gets it all mixed up. And they have one of the bottles from the nine they shouldn't have drink. Uh, from a bottle of wine that costs, I believe, £7,000. Oh, <laughs> And they have to try and remake this bottle of wine in half an hour before the owners get back. Oh, of course. Out of, like, all the other wines they've got and things out the garden. And it's just, it's just, it's hilarious. And it's just, oh, it's good. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. It's funny, are you talking about, um, like, early cameos? I remember we watched... Uh, that episode of the IT crowd where they like mm -hmm. go to the under not underground but like the secret uh club or whatever. Oh and, for like countdown. And, yeah, 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 it's countdown. And like they're in there, like you see one guy in there, like one of the guys running the place, you're like, I recognize him. It's Benedict Wong is in there. Like mm -hmm. well before he was in Doctor Strange or whatever. Um, oh yes, he's, and, he's like, like oh, the my weird God, guy in mystery. It's Wong, it's Wong. Um but it's it great like watching like you'll see like young, like oh my god he's he's younger you know than i remember him but it's it's great to see those little cameos all right oh yeah it's like for example like it wasn't until years later i don't think it was even when i'd watched these the, the spider-man films it just clocked in my head like fucking hell andrew garfield's in doctor who really i didn't know that either yeah uh, he appears in Daleks in Manhattan and Evolution, and oh he's uh, he's Frank, he's like the runaway in it, and that's that's him. Also starring alongside Captain Panaka. Oh, Hugh Corshi! Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yes, he, he has a great scene, right? So there's a bit where then then Whoville and all that the Daleks are like saying like surrender now, and he's he comes out and gives this two minute speech about life and how the universe is so much bigger than he ever dreamt or ever thought would ever be and how it terrifies him but how it gives him hope and how he hopes that through this meeting they can work something out and and stop this fight they shoot one on the spot <laughs> <laughs> literally literally he does this whole two minute speech like something he's so proud of David Tennant just looks up and all he sees the dogs just going, Exterminate! And just shoots <laughs> him on the spot. He doesn't even get That's a chance hilarious. to even say that was good. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, lot, a lot of cameos in Doctor Who, like, period. Like, oh, yeah. That's a, you know, they, they clearly, like, weren't, had no qualms with, like, catching up and coming actors. Um, and you got people, you know, tons of people that would go on to be. Be huge stars, really. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, look at David Tennant. He did well after um, after Doctor Who. Um, Matt Smith, he's in this new film coming out uh, later this year called Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Um, Danny Boyle. Is it Danny Boyle? No, not Danny Boyle. Um, Edgar Wright, that's it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that looks good. She's quite a lot. Obviously, during this time, I can't exactly go out much, but cinema will be a big thing for us. So, obviously, there's uh, Eternals, there's a new Spider Man. There is one uh, I'm looking forward to next month the new Halloween. I keep seeing the trailer, and I'm not overly I'm avoiding familiar. that trailer. Uh, I'm not. I'm not overly familiar with that franchise, but it it looks it looks really good and interesting where they're going with it. No matter which episode, which which movie you watch, apart from the third one, it's about a series about a man that never says die. <laughs> of you you can take you can take this as, as some kind of backwards inspiration of that. He won't let anything stop him from achieving his goals. He like. You've heard the thing like uh, you're running before you can walk and all that. He doesn't have to run. He can he can walk after whatever he wants and he will get there, even if the person's running. <laughs> I love the and, parodies. I love the parodies when someone's just like running away and they're just like tripping over every single thing. <laughs> things like it sometimes is like that in those movies, but it's 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 like they're always he's just walking. He just walks. Never has oh, to. Yeah. Anything, but he'll get there. He'll get you. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Like, um, I don't know. It's something. It's a difference, obviously. Like, as a when I was when I was a kid, when I was younger, I think the first time I watched one of those films uh, was Halloween Two, from 1981. I remember watching that like half midnight on Halloween night with a cushion in front of us, age what like. 10 or 11 being <laughs> t- completely terrified of it and now I can actually go and see it at the cinema like it's it's like for example again like seeing the new Star Wars films like after the episode 3 came out well, that's it that's it's over and done with like it's, I've got them on video I've got them on DVD I can just watch them then I remember about 2008 my cousin said oh they're making another one they're making another one I'm like oh really they're making more Oh, it's a cartoon. I was like, oh. oh. Is that it now? Is that it? Is that what it's just going to be? I did kind of, like, obviously catch a series afterwards, but I thought, that was it. They're not going to do any more movies. That's it's done and dusted. So I kind of moved into other franchise. Like, like I think, yeah, Harry Potter was ongoing at the time. Doctor Who had came back. Um, so, well, Bond kind of came back after Peter Brosnan. But there was other things to watch and stuff. And then obviously Disney buys it, and we get new films and all that. And I remember seeing obviously Force Awakens. My God, like midnight showing of that. That the Odeon was it the Odeon or Cinema? It was one of the ones in town in Newcastle. Every screen in I think they must have at least have at least twelve, fourteen screens, all of them fully booked for a midnight showing. Wow. And, my God, it was brilliant. Just the exciting people in, like, cosplay, dress up. Uh, mate who I went with was, like, didn't understand, like, the excitement. 
like he doesn't do midnight showings. He just he just didn't get it. But it's like this is something that like fans have been waiting for for years. As a kid, like thinking like I'll never see it again. Like I remember, I still, you know, when you have a memory of watching something, and you actually remember something that you remembered at that point. I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith, and it's the scene where Palpatine, Yoda, the fighting in the Senate, the things going up as they're fighting. I remember thinking that this is the last time I see stars in the cinema. Yeah, it was like. Oh, that. I tell you, that would not be true. And yeah, years later, here I am. Seen them. Yeah, like Force Awakens was such a that movie. Like it's hard to recreate that. I don't think you can. You can recreate like that feeling, that that fandom buzz of like you know going in and like going in and seeing the movie that we thought we'd never see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know we're gonna have a break going into Rogue Squadron. Mercury, that'll be, be back in a few years, but like still, oh, yeah. like that movie was just whatever. Um, it's it's hard, like you know, having Phantom Menace come out and, and like oh my god, we're getting more Star Wars movies. Never thought this would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're kind of like in the frame of like, oh yeah, more Star Wars movies are coming. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens was that just watershed moment of like, oh my god, this is actually happening and everyone's enjoying it. And um, and yeah, there you was got there interviewed. Was... You got interviewed by you on your local news stations, didn't you? I well, got that one. I got one a I got a local local newspaper interviewed me for something, and then I ended up getting on. Canadian TV more than once. Oh, wow. Between Force Awakens and Rogue One, I was on like close to a half dozen times. It was why they pick someone from the southern U.S. to be on Canadian TV, I will never know. But it was so weird and so much fun. So much fun. Um, And yeah, I would love to do it again, but they haven't called me in a few years, so whatever. Um. Maybe when the buzz picks up again, maybe another film thing. Do you remember that guy from uh, from down south? Yeah, him. <laughs> What's his name? Benny? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so they'll they might get that in touch. Then again, like I think a lot of places just want this fan base just to calm the fuck down. Yeah, that would be nice too. That'd be nice too. Well, from the media's perspective, I think like once like Force Awakens and Rogue One like came about, it was like, ah, Star Wars is just a normal thing now. It's not a big deal that mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Wars is back. Um, it wasn't All a big right. deal anymore, but Rogue Squadron could change that. So maybe CCTV, I'm still here. All right, call me. <laughs> it's just, there's times like, it's just, I don't know. Like, uh, that, honestly, I would not be surprised if, I know that it would be an extreme, but if like, Lucasfilm just put out a statement saying we're cancelling everything. We've had enough. We're stopping the Star Wars because y'all can't calm down. Yep. And part of me was like, no, nah, I understand why. Yeah, everyone would just be taking like, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't like it, but it's fair. Mm-hmm. Because so it like, is, yeah. Here's half a rogue squadron. This is all you're getting. Right. You You get the ending when you start behaving better. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's just, yeah, it's just nuts. Like, it's weird being part of a fan base where you like, you also think, right? I, I don't. I'm probably not the only one, and you must be like the same as well. Like, thinking like, 
how can there be so many thick people on this fan base? Like, like you know, so much, like, the clickbait, like, going on about random shite, and you're thinking, like, there's no proof. You're reacting to a title, and you're going right. absolutely nuts, basing, like, what was, like, you're basing all this on emotion instead of logic. Yeah. It's like you go on YouTube, and it's like a bunch of Mike Zero videos talking about how, like, Oh, they fired Brie Larson again from Star Wars. Like, you're just like, you. and and people are watching this stuff and getting angry about it. You know they are, and it's just oh, yeah. sad. It's sad that like people are believing this stuff, and then like he there's like so many of them just say the same thing over and over and over again. They've been saying mm -hmm. Kathleen Kennedy's going to be fired for what five years now, and it hasn't happened yet. Like, you know, you your thick skulls. You should. You should do like a host. You should do like a watch party. Get a few friends involved. Get like you know. What would what's your favorite drink? I don't drink that much. Oh oh well, then you'll, you'll get hammered very quickly. As I say, you do like a bingo. You do like you get like a bingo board and have like all the phrases that they'll say or code words they'll say, and then just take a shot. Do one video and just take a shot for every one of these things they do and just I see what the results will be like. That would be just going through my zero videos and just seeing like I've actually never yeah. watched any of his stuff. That would be entertaining as heck to just go through it and see what's actually. Oh my god! You did that as a stream. You did that as a stream. I guarantee that would get quite a lot of views because then a lot of people could like also just say, "Yeah, it's exactly that." Yeah. Um, oh I think it's to the point where, like, for example, I made that meme the other day uh, of uh, we got this covered headline about uh, the the bunny and the tail. <laughs> saw that. I there saw are it. comments. There are comments thinking that's real. I put it in a few groups as well, and there's people generally thinking that's real. You can't joke anymore because mm -hmm. people will take it literally. And like exactly. now sarcasm, now the world has gone so crazy that sarcasm and like something that's clearly ridiculous is thought of as like, oh, this is, this is totally reasonable. This is something that actually happened. No. It's like uh, there was another one made, I think it was a couple of years ago. Um, was it series two, series three of The Mandalorian brings back Darth Maul, but not as you know it. Lower half to return. And it's just a picture. I just cropped out the upper portion of Maul, and it's just the bottom half of his legs. Because it was, I think it was around the time where Boba Fett's going back to the Mandalorian, Ahsoka's going to the Mandalorian, Captain Rex is in the Mandalorian. Um, all these cameos are coming to the Mandalorian. Oh, Darth Maul's lower half's in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's that. People are like, yeah, and they're like, oh, like, oh, this is a dumb idea. Well, of course it is. It's fake. Exactly, but you know there'll be people out there that will believe it. It's just, it's uh, it's. It, it, I did like I did film and media, and it's there's a bit of a fascination to it, where like they, it's weird. Yeah, for me, you would have to make it at least believable. Yeah, exactly. To like 
for people to get on board with it. Like, people doubt it, but there'll be that little inkling thing, like, no, that does sound true. Again, the whole bunny, bunny tail thing. It's complete bollocks. But you know that there must have been some people out there that must have bought one of them after that episode. <laughs> you know fine or well, you know fine or well, at a celebration in years to come, someone's going to dress up as Lop and there'll be a bunny tail. <laughs> and you're like, where, where did it come from? And you, you know how that's in there. And that'll oh be the case. Gosh. Well, then again, look at Star Wars. It's fascinating. One of the main characters, he's basically a leather gimp in a gas mask. Yeah, basically. That's Darth Vader. <laughs> it's true. Joking. It's true. Yeah, yeah. You just, there's so many. And if people forget like how ridiculous Star Wars is, um, when talking about this very serious movie, no, no it's not really. Um, what I find is though, the rule is like, it's just like, it ruined my childhood, and I'm being like, and like, they're not all made for you. Example, I I didn't like Resistance. I watched it, gave it a shot, but it's not made for me. No. Like again, my least favorite film, Attack of the Clones, is probably going to be someone's favorite. Yeah. Good for them. They got something out of it that I did not. Uh, when it comes to like, for example, how's the I find it very hard to rank the movies. If I was to rank them, original trilogy would be five, four, six. Prequels would be three, one, two. And for the sequels, it would be eight, seven, nine. That's fair. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people out there like nine. That's what was all right. <laughs> you say. Yeah. And I think everyone just like, is so caught up in I have to be right. My opinion is correct. And you have to agree with me. And also, I think it's just like, it's also I think jealousy. Like, they see yeah. people, like, I think I think there's, like, the sequel trilogy, despite all its flaws or whatever, it still has a massive fan base. It's still, like, it came about, and there's a whole new generation of fans that grew up on those films and love them unconditionally. And you have a bunch of old, grumpy people going, like, well, I wanted to enjoy this too, but I'm going to make sure that you don't enjoy it. And, you know, I'm going to ruin it for you. And it's just like, whatever, guys. Like, there's unlimited Star Wars now. There's so much stuff out there happening that you're going to like something. And every one of these trolls out there, they will, they will point to, like, say, for example, they hate the sequel trilogy. They'll point to the Mandalorian and go, this is what it's supposed to be, people. And this is why... Kathleen Kennedy needs to be fired because she wasn't involved in this, even though she greenlit it and she did, she did all the stuff and made it happen. And she got um, Dave Filoni into live action. Exactly. But it's always oh, to fit times. their headcanon of like what is real and what is not. And this is what Star Wars should be. To fit their headcanon of reality. Reality. They are trying exactly. to, they have their own fan fiction of reality. It is, it is scary how many people, and this doesn't just go for Star Wars, it goes for just politics anything it's just people just will say stuff and that's truth that's the truth to them mm -hmm. and it's just like there's no basis in reality and you're like, like here's here's some proof no it's not no like you're not basically anything. and i think you know we as a society i think we're kind of like coddle people like to saying like oh all opinions matter 
No, if your opinion is based on just absolute BS, your opinion doesn't matter. Like your your right. thing. Like you can dislike See? a movie or like a movie or whatever, but like you mm -hmm. need to know that like Kathleen Kennedy wasn't fired. She she did she had plenty to do with the Mandalorian. Those are yeah. facts. That's not debatable. If, if Disney hated her, didn't like how she was doing it, she would have been fired years ago. <laughs> Oh, but no, because they have an agenda because she's a woman and she has blackmail stuff on them. And now you're getting into the topic of conspiracy. Exactly. Oh, yeah, she's, and it's just like, so basically, it doesn't matter what happens. So basically, if she gets, if she, she decides to retire, oh no, she was fired. She was secretly fired. They're just, just trying to make it sound nice. But if she continues, oh no, she has blackmail on them. She's going to further ruin Star Wars. Right, so the company's going to go out their way to ruin Star Wars to make less money. You see how this does not work? <laughs> it's, it's just, honestly. It's, it's, and it like, just going with the reality thing, it's like, it's amazing that they, they, in their mind, it's like, oh, it's this big woke agenda. It's this whatever agenda they want to throw in there. And yet, mm -hmm. and yet the reality is in The Rise of Skywalker, there is a blinking you miss it shot of two girls kissing. That is mm -hmm. the best represent rep, guess best gay lesbian res representation in Star Wars. That's the best we've ever had, and that's the only. Really? Thing. And they and they put they put it in the I background. I thought it was C3PO and R2D2. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but like that's the best we've got, and they just put it in the background so they could cut it out because they're afraid to mm -hmm. offend certain audiences, particularly Chinese audience. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, that's it. If they really like, if there was a, a, a gay agenda, if there was an LGBT agenda, um, you would see, you know, main characters, you know, being gay and like that. That hasn't happened yet. Spoiler alert. Well, look at, uh, KOTOR. I, I have a gut feeling when that gets remade, some will purposely ignore the original to say, is it Johanna? Joanna, the cat woman, is woke, is an agenda, because, <laughs> oh, she now likes women. Yeah, if you talk to her in the original game, you find this out. If you actually play as Revan as a female, and you've been interacting with her throughout the story, when you get the choice of turning to dark side, being good for Bastila at the temple, she reveals her feelings to you. And through dialogue, you can have the same back. This was in 2003. Right. Wow. So that's... if you're going to say that, then is the 2003 version woke? Or are you just homophobic? <laughs> and it's that's a... really what it is. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It is, absolutely is. But it, it's funny how they will just ignore that stuff. You know, they will watch. Mm. You know, like there is legit like social commentary george lucas has been very open about like oh yeah the original trilogy is about the vietnam war you know the original trilogy oh, yeah. is about this about the things about you know palpatine is nixon like he was so open about that stuff yet they don't mm -hmm. see it they don't see it like if you want to talk about woke the original trilogy was woke like it was super oh, woke yeah. you just didn't notice it because you were a kid and you didn't paying it we we're paying any attention to that stuff oh they're just they're just ignorant 
like look the the sci-fi genre itself has always been but it's it's willful ignorance at this point like it's mm -hmm. it's like you're sitting there talking to someone telling okay this is what happened and you're like uh okay whatever like no you're 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 just putting plugs in your ears and and not watching this mm -hmm. stuff when it's clearly there like you can still dis you can still have an opinion like mm -hmm. not not that gay people exist and they should have rights that's not that's that that's not debatable here but like you can not like a movie you can say oh you know i liked nixon and i don't think he was palpatine like whatever like whatever but like just denying the truth is just like stupid oh yeah it's like they'll go on like for example like, there's a big what's it there invasion of the body snatchers the original van white that has uh, has like uh, some political themes towards uh, the Reds are coming, the Reds are coming, communism. That's very political. Yeah. Like Star Trek, the original series, had a multiracial cast. Heck, they had uh, TV's first white man kissing a black woman. Right, that was a big deal in the '60s, and that yeah, that's that's big. But you know, you know, fine, well, that those people were there then. They'd be screaming. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they were back in the day. They just uh, there was no internet, no media. <laughs> there was no social oh, media. Yeah. Now all these people that are just angry about everything now have a voice, and they and they make themselves seem like they matter when they don't. You know, not again. Not everyone's opinions matter, but everyone has an opinion. And everyone can express that now to their heart's desire, no matter who they are. Have you noticed something as well? Like you obviously you played you played um, the Kotor games, didn't you? I've played a little bit of them, yes. A little bit of it. That might just be enough then. Okay, so all all within Star Wars itself. What happens to characters that are bad or evil? What like? Not just mentally, but you see a physical change in them. Right. And this is something I wanted to do once I uh, they get they, they get in touch with a university on it, and how there is a, a real sort of dark side to people, where if you keep on like going towards it, not only will it affect you mentally, it will also change your appearance as well. And if you notice a lot of these usual suspects of their channels. You look at them from a few years ago to now, they look ill, they look tired, they look drained, they just all that, even if it's fake hate, mm -hmm. all that hate and bitterness has gotten to them. It's it, it yeah, yeah, started I, as an act, but now, now it's not an act because they've done it so it, much. It has to living like that, living with so much bitterness and anger and hate and other isms and everyone else is responsible for the problems in my life i'm unhappy because the people are ruining the world and it's not my problem and all this kind of stuff and and living with so much and directing so much and just talking that into a camera it has to do something to your soul it has to drain mm -hmm. you of your life it, you can't just think that and i think george lucas has talked about this like if you the way to live is to be selfless. It's to do things for other people. 
mm-hmm. but if you if you draw back and you come from a place of anger and hate and you go to the dark side you're just going to be miserable you're just going to destroy yourself and that's it's absolutely true i think i think you're right i think you see these guys maybe they and, should be listening to that <laughs> yeah i mean i wish i wish these people would just like look up interviews with george lucas and just listen to what he has to say and take it to heart because they are on a path get of clicks, unfortunately yeah but they but they champion george lucas they love george they love mm-hmm. they wanted to come back and make more movies they don't listen to a word he says they don't understand right. where he's coming from but they love george yeah give it a couple give it a couple more years honestly i think people like that they'll be irrelevant like look at the horizon look at next year for star wars there's so much content coming out marvel as well they're going right. i was saying that they they go they went from Star Wars to Marvel because obviously there wasn't much Star Wars stuff, and the Marvel fan base actually proved they had some balls to them by uh, right. saying, "Hey, Shang Chi didn't flop and all that. You know, you're trying to make this sound bad. Well, we all enjoyed it, but then again, like again, like the whole I've noticed on uh, the official channel, it's taken a lot longer for those dislikes to get uh, close now." It's now taking like over a week for dislikes to even surpass the likes. And it's nearly always the same comment about Gina Carano. <laughs> yeah, there's always. There's Which always is kind of funny because like, I'm starting to think like, thinking, wait, 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 wait a minute. So you're against cancel culture, but in the same comment, you want cancel culture. You want someone fired because you don't like what they're doing. It is amazing. Like that's, that's what is it? Cognitive dissonance. Like they they so want. That's the number one thing they want. They want cat. Like their world would be perfect if Kathleen Kennedy is fired because she has an agenda. She ha- she believes that she has perfect. so much power. She has no power. <laughs> she's totally incompetent. Yet she's ruining Star Wars at the same time. Somehow that makes sense in their minds. Mm. But also they are angry that Gina Carano was fired for having. <sighs> different opinions and and saying something stupid like how make it make sense mm-hmm. like here's the thing if i was to start saying questionable things or things that would look bad upon my employers at work i'll be i'll be brought to a meeting i'll be informed and if i continued it i would be let go of my yeah. work yeah. that's how it goes that's not called uh, cancel culture. That's called actions have consequences. I, you know, I. It's part of your I, work contract. Yeah, I represent the Star Wars Underworld. I, I just can't say anything I want. I, you know, mm-hmm. I could, I could say something. Oh, you're not stupid. scoundrels, Conti. Yeah, you're not scoundrels, Contina. <laughs> but I could say something really stupid. And get myself in, in trouble, perhaps things. If I mm-hmm. said something that was off color, that was that was racist, sexist, whatever, and mm-hmm. that would lead us to go like that would bring blowback to the Star Wars Underworld. I don't want that, but you know, that's something you 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 can't like. Yes, you are absolutely. You have the freedom to say whatever you want. You can open up your Facebook and open up Facebook Live and talk to the world and say whatever well. you want and say whatever you want. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that if I say certain things that the FBI might show up my front door because I mm-hmm. said something – I threatened someone or whatever. You can't oh, – there is consequences. I sent a friend a meme last week, 
I couldn't uh, I couldn't use Messenger for seventy two hours. Oh my god! And see, Facebook's really cracking down on that stuff. And you, know, I, I, obviously, I can't post the meme. Right. You don't. But I would. I, I. But you can easily look it up on Google by typing in. I think it's like cartoon cave explorer. From the sounds of it, you know which meme I'm talking about. Probably, I've probably seen it. How he how he doesn't want to go to school today, and like, <laughs> oh, cave explorer, yay! That that was me. Oh my gosh! They, see these not even, I, not even that bad. And see, I know you had the same problem with Star Wars Hub, but like the Star Wars Underworld is like the page is still suppressed. We are still having we still have a violation against bleeding. Us. Because of some kind yeah. of meme that got posted, it wasn't even a meme we shared. It was a meme we shared from another page mm -hmm. that that they knocked us down because after the January sixth thing, and it had something to do with that, and mm -hmm. they were just like, no, they everything to do with that, they just suppressed, and so yeah. we are still suffering from that. Yeah, I'm, my page is still bleeding. Um, my my reach used to be in the millions. Now it's just at a couple of hundred thousand. Yeah. But I and there's have noticed every do. so often. Yeah. Well, when did that happen for you? When did you go in red? It was right. Well, I think, I don't know if we had, it's funny. We have so much copyrighted content technically on the page, but they don't care about that, I guess, because we're not monetizing it. But it was like right after January 6th earlier this year when it was like we posted that meme and then it just – it they were just like – they were chopping down anything that was even remotely related to that. Mm. And that's what it really do you think it might be? Do you think it might be a year, do you think? Like do you think like – because I know I've got – it was three months in a row. It was something within January, something in February, something in March. So I'm hoping when it comes to April next year – my page will might be out the red, maybe in the yellow. It would be nice if, like, it was just a limited time. I'm afraid that they're just going to go on perpetually, and you can't talk to a human. You can't, like, appeal it. It's just there, and there's that nothing sucks. you can do about it. And it's like, if you could just talk to a human and go, like, look, I posted this thing. Okay, I've been punished. Now take it away. It's been a, almost a year. I deleted the content. Mm -hmm. What do you want from me? But Facebook is just all algorithms and bots. And yet they allow – we got this covered to have three dozen click farms. Yeah, and you see that stuff everywhere. In the you millions. See it on the huge pages selling absolute garbage news, mm -hmm. like, and they get away with it. Yeah, and yet they're allowed to say, like, well, you know, it's half the clickbait they post up. I mean, that's bullshit. And you see the comments of people going like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, people are going. starting to catch on because I think it's, it's, at a certain point, you can only say Kathleen Kennedy is being fired next month so many times without people going like, uh, I don't know, guys. You've, you've, you've said this about 27 times. Like, it is just, but yeah, but there's some people that I've had people personally come up to me. I had a friend of mine come up to me and go like, oh yeah, um, I heard Pedro Pascal pitched a fit on the set of Mandalorian and walked off the set. And I'm like, I, I, of course, I couldn't be rude to this person and go like, no, you're wrong. 
you know, I had to kind of like go along Wait, with it. What? And, but like, it was something that Grace Randolph had posted uh, and talked about, and she was like adamant about it. And everyone on Twitter was like, she's full of it. Like, this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it didn't happen, but she just makes this stuff up. And now Pedro Pascal is the bad guy. Now he's getting a bad rap mm-hmm. from random people because this stuff gets pushed. And of course, any any of these we got discovered pages, they're all over that stuff. Oh yeah, any kind of drama. I'm like pretty that. sure. I'm pretty sure we got discovered an epic stream or sister sites. Yes, because I noticed that very similar stuff on both of them. That would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I, ah, it's just nuts. It is. Then again, like, wait a minute. You know how, for example, a film will have a page? Like, for example, I don't know, Inception has a Facebook page. Right. It's still up. Or, like, I don't know, a horror film could have a Facebook page and it's still up. And yet there's been nothing for like 10, like 2012 has a Facebook page. Yeah, every one of these things has a page to itself. But uh, it's in like hundreds of thousands, millions even. Isn't that a way they could reach out and say, hey, are you thinking about selling this? Because, like, 2012 came out, what, 2009? You know, you give it up. Can I buy it off you? You Then then you use that for Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess they, with today and franchises, there's always a chance that something Mm. could come back, that they'll do a a 2013 movie. (laughs) It's all about the after the apocalypse. Like anything could come back. So I guess that's all like, even though there's thousands of them, they'll never get used. They always want to mm-hmm. keep hang on to that like social media branding so they can use it for right. something else or, or promote something else that's kind of related to it or something. Because I'm sure that's what they must do because there's been times I've had messages saying like, well, can we, like, we're interested in buying your page or giving you like, several thousand for articles, uh, free articles a day, and I'm like, that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. Right. You are just random, random woman from, I can't even pronounce that place, and you work for a cooking. Clearly, a, clearly a bot, just like, and you're yeah, you gonna like, wonder like, what would going. actually happen if you, you probably, they'd probably steal your page from under you, and you wouldn't get any money. Yep. Aye. <laughs> ah, it just sucks. Like you put all that work into it, and it's just slowly bleeding. Yeah, and right. you know, it, and and you're supporting Facebook. You're helping them, you know, make billions of dollars every year, and you put a lot of work mm-hmm. into something, and it really isn't yours. And mm-hmm. and that's something that I think I think you you've talked about it with me before, and and something like you know, you almost have to like divide your attention to like doing other platforms and i've heard like back when vine was a big thing like some people that got started on vine ended up making it big on youtube so like that because just they managed Mm -hmm. to allocate their audience to different places to maintain it because like after it shut down they can just delete your page and it's usually nothing you can do there's nothing you can do but just take it um and it's not yours but twitter (laughs) yeah yeah and twitter twitter is is uh it's a whole other story, but it's a, uh, bit, yeah. a bit better than Facebook, I guess, in certain ways. But, but it's also a cesspool. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is. And, you know, and it's just like trying to 
make the cesspool into something that might be marketable? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Well, again, like, wouldn't mind having like, a podcast and like, just talking like random shite. I think it'd be kind of interesting. Like, yeah. throw my two cents into the ring. Yeah. And then hopefully, obviously, get some news out, get some actual people knowing, hey, I'm actually getting news here. And I'm not getting pissed off over nothing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, podcasting is an is a realm that I love because it it just cuts through all this. You know, you know, your people. You know, usually it's people that truly love this stuff, no matter what you're talking about, and are having fun. It's like in in that can be so fake, can be so mm-hmm. like just people that sticks up their butts talking about stuff that they know nothing about, mm-hmm. or or you know, it's you know, especially Twitter, and you get these echo chambers of stuff people just like oh yeah i agree and anybody that doesn't agree with me they get blocked like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's not it's so toxic it's so just ugh. that'll be interesting like it doesn't and it doesn't have to always just be the same topic and like jumping different things that's like we've done this stream go like from food to star wars to halloween to how crazy people can get over <laughs> random shite. It's, yeah. uh, it's crazy. It's people. It is. People are weird. And again, can't live with them, can't live without them. Yeah, we got to show you oh, actually, oh, yeah. It's just, again, with the whole memes as well. Like, it's, it's funny where you get, like, you'll have one meme. Like, there's obviously... A little while ago, obviously, there was that meme where it's obviously the porn star woman. It's been cropped, and she's like, oh, my God, you're going to make me, and someone's obviously editing, like, watch the full season of The Mandalorian or something. And I made one, and I flipped it. Well, it was a, it was a dude. Similar position. Says, oh, fuck, you're going to make me watch Clone Wars Rebels and... <laughs> Such and such. Because the caption was, when you're watching The Mandalorian, you're not going to understand why your friend's hyped up about Bo-Katan, the Darksaber, and Ahsoka. And it worked. There were a lot of people going like, oh, why are you putting this shit on here? Like, I don't want to see this. And they simply were like, no, no, this is, no, this is, this is right. All it is, it's the same meme. He's just flipped the person that's in it. So it's equal. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's crazy. Yeah. Then again, I had to remove that one just in case that got flagged. You know what it was? You know what the big one was? No. It was a Florida man meme. Oh, my God. You it was. It's the one where um, it obviously got General Grievous at the bottom going like, ah, oh, yes, a negotiator. But the panel above it was um, Florida man drives into fight to stop fight. <laughs> That's what got taken down. What did they find bad about that? My God. And then the other one, the more recent one, was it was a Baby Yoda meme saying it's him driving. It's, they're putting obviously Stephen Wheel in front of him. He's driving, and it's basically like when you're trying to um, when you're driving along the road and there's some cyclist doing the Tour de France, and you're like, I'll take you to the door of the hospital. <laughs> and then that one, yeah. My gosh. 
and you're just like, why? You're just like, why? Like, oh, some warming like, would have been nice. Like, like if you have you have six hours. You have twelve hours to remove this meme, or else that that would be that would work so much better. And you're like, okay, take it off. Yeah. I've been told. Instead of waking you up and finding that happening. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Like some of the stuff we've had, like we didn't even know like what it was they didn't like. They just like they just suppressed the page and were like, you posted something bad. Like wait, what is it? And they won't tell you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it would be so productive to just like say, okay, this post is bad. Like, or you just say, okay, we deleted it. Here's the post. Don't post that again. Or mm-hmm. here, you post it yourself. If you don't post it in a certain, if you don't delete it in a certain amount of time, we're going to get rid of your page. Like, right. that's perfectly fine. It it's, 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 it's almost, it's almost 9% battery. Oh, I think mine's getting low too. <laughs> Mm. It's a lot harder to try and open a laptop with one hand. I'm just trying if I can get and flip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just two takes. I'm gonna. What I can do is I can turn this on. Just get a power cable to it. There we go. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's good. Oh my god. Just pull up the bed. Okay, this is gonna hurt a lot. There we go. There we go. Ah. Oh dear. <laughs> uh oh. We lost him. You still staying on? Okay, it's just acting up a little. Don't know if his charger is working that well, but we'll see. He might buy us a few more minutes. Okay. That works. Very good. Yeah, if it, if this if it conks out now, I think we've done good. <laughs> I think we've done all right. Um, but yeah, I'm totally up for doing this, these more regularly, to be honest. So you're not be off for. Uh, while yeah yeah i just i i just i didn't know exactly how facebook live worked or like you know what what it all entailed and like how how it would look how it would sound whatever so i've just been doing these things just as a as a test um but it's been fun like i know where discord i've done it through discord once before that was a little while ago Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I use Discord quite a bit, business stuff. But uh, this is the easiest because, like, everyone's already here and people can tune in and stuff like that. Is fun. I'm surprised you haven't used the uh, Underworld YouTube channel more often for like stuff like this. 
Yeah, I want to do more stuff. In fact, we're planning on doing because we're doing the shows live on YouTube now, and I want to do. We're, we're perhaps going to be doing more videos and stuff like that for this. And I would love to do just more random live streams, not just plan stuff. That'd be good. Again, there's a lot of material coming out shortly. There's uh, there's that new Halloween special that's coming out at the beginning of October. There's uh, right. Good Boba Fets. There's plenty to talk about. There's a lot of stuff happening, and it's it's almost scary because like we we normally speaking we're only you know two hours a week and that's it we got to squeeze it all into that little box. It's hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just okay. just talk, speaking of Star Wars, there's so much stuff, you know, not to mention everything else. Uh, again, like again, well, there's a lot of stuff coming out as well. Like I said, it's a new oh the new Spider-Man. Cannot wait for that. That'll be good. Yeah. I've seen that. I remember, well, didn't see the first one, but I saw the second one in cinemas with my dad. That, while well, the whole train sequence was brilliant on the big screen. <laughs> wow. That sounds amazing. That oh, was good. There's little things I can just remember. Like, for example, saw I Robot in the cinema. That was good. Wow. The whole bit with the camera flipping around the, the building at the end. Oh, wow. That's crazy. cool. A little bit like motion sickness, though. <laughs> that does sound great. I don't really get it on, that, on anything else. It was just, I think it was just all the fast flips in that film. But that was good. Jurassic World was pretty good to see on the big screen. Yeah. Um, I'd say the worst thing, oh god, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, Paranormal Activity 4. Oh, wow. That was shit. <laughs> Literally, there's me. I went. This is when I was in college. Went to see it with some friends, and it was boring. It wasn't even scary. It was just. It was like lowest common denominator, schlock. Like cheaply made, and like there's me. How are people finding this scary? There was a bunch of lasses sitting behind us, and I thought. I just I randomly went, ah, like when there was nothing happening. That got the loudest scream in the hall. Audience. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you go, blah, like that. It scared these lasses more than anything in the actual movies. And it's that's like, amazing when you can have like a scary movie that's not scary. That's just, uh, right. it's amazing. Like, that's terrible. But like, Ah, it was good times. So, like, things on like those, those bad film like that. But then, um, it was when Ted came out. Oh yeah, see the new Ted. That was good. Um, we missed the screen that we were going to go and see originally. But um, I was like, well, oh, next one's in that one and a half. Well, why don't we? There's a. This being Britain, there's a pub down the road. Why don't we go to the pub, have a couple of drinks? Obviously, it'll be a little tiddly. The film will be funnier. I was right. That one was great too. Aye. Right. Oh, you. Uh, what, what would you say has been your worst cinema experience? Ah, uh, I thankfully I haven't had too many. I did. I saw War for the Planet of the Apes one time, which was a great movie, but it was uh, there was there was kids in the cinema. Oh like behind me like kicking the seats and stuff like that and i had to like move at one point it was bad oh god yeah that's the one fear i have so i went to see 
Fanning Dory. And someone had brought a baby. Oh my God. And, Why and would you do that? Half an hour of this movie, this baby was crying. And I'm thinking to myself, one, why have you not? Why you brought a baby to the cinema? Two, there are special screenings for mothers and toddlers or babies to go and see. And three, you're not just ruining the movie for yourself; you're ruining it for everyone that's paid money. Yeah, so that's I'm just, just like the movie. Yeah, the baby's not yeah. getting anything out of the movie. Like, why would you do that? And then you're ruining it for everybody else. So I just got up, asked for my money back, got my money back, and. That sort on DVD later. Oh, sister got it. Yeah, that's the way. It just it sucks. Yeah. I wasn't the only one. I noticed after I came out, uh, there was a few others coming out as well, just asking for their money back. I tell you what, I'll be right back. One sec. That's all right. Is that a parrot you got? Do what? Uh, it sounds like a parrot. Is that a parrot? Or budgie? I think that was the washing machine. <laughs> oh. It was like the beeping, like the a... Machine. Yeah, it was, like, it, was like a, it was like a whistle kind of beep. Right, it. yeah, it's, it's like, got this like musical fun. beep thing to it. Um, the speaker, oh, okay. the mic must be really good on this thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's not, there's no, uh, there's a cat here, but there's no, there's no other wild animals. Well, I just like, honestly just sound like a bird. <laughs> Never even thought of it that way, but you're right. <laughs> it's fine, a little weird. I'm still, I'm still seeing right now. I'm waiting for live video signal still on my screen. It's just really? So dark. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, weird. That. Well, I hope there it looks fine. good for everyone at home, or everyone watching. I hope so. Well, like, um, I'm Like midday, like you were. Yeah, it's like two o'clock for me right now. Ah, it is just after eight o'clock. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Well, I've been at this for a Thanks. while, I didn't realize. Yeah, it's been good though. I enjoy it. It's kind of boring doing it alone. <laughs> so, like when you were talking about, doesn't like, hey, let's just it's combine the two. The throw, like, throw it back. Okay. So, what would you say for next year is your most anticipated project? Like project that I'm mean? working on, or a project like this? This happened. Um, like Star Wars wise, like uh, is it Kenobi, Andor? Mandalorian season three. Uh, it's gotta be Kenobi. It's gotta be Kenobi. That's the thing that I always wanted. Right. And I think I'm even more excited about it now because like, you know, it was, it was gonna be a movie for so long. And like, I wanted it to be a movie, but then they announced it as a series. I'm like, I think this works better. I think it works better as a series. 
and the fact that McGregor's back and and having Deborah Chow directing, I think it's a perfect storm, really. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, and how they do now to help be the rematch of the century, which is something I did not expect at all. And I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. What do you got? Mm -hmm. What do you got for us? Somewhere in the middle between three and four, so they're not quite stilted in their fighting, but there might be a flip or two. <laughs> it it could be like a perfect mix of like between like the ridiculousness of Revenge of the Sith and mm-hmm. the just boringness of the original fight in New Hope. Maybe they'll find a happy medium. Who knows? Um. What if it's just them in the same disposition, just hitting the sabers, and it's just like that constantly <laughs> for two hours? Just like tick, 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 and just you know that could be the whole whole thing is just one big giant fight. I don't know. I don't know what to expect with this thing. That's that's what intrigues me. Then the same two moves. It'd be like that that episode of The Simpsons where they go to the football game. It's just the three players just passing the ball for the whole ninety minutes. <laughs> uh, now that that would get some angry reactions. Yeah. Or it's just it's just you McGregor just in the sand, just playing playing in the sand, and just occasionally say hello there, and it goes <laughs> back to the sand. That's it. Yeah, if he doesn't say hello there at one point in the show, people are going to riot. True, but it's just what we'll be expecting. Right. I don't just want it to be fan service expectations. I want it to do new things. I'm hoping it'll be a bit like it'll be Kenobi's Logan. I like that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. Like Logan and the Unforgiven. Just that. One last adventure before sand. <laughs> Forever sand. Forever sand. But like, I think it'll be good. Like, like I heard a room over there, Inquisitor and all that. Maybe there'll be a cameo by Cody. And it's good that I'm glad that the fan bases are all like getting Hayden Christensen is coming back. Like it's like a, I wouldn't say a second chance, but it's like a lot of people gave him a lot of shit after two and three. Mm-hmm. And I think again, director wise, George Lucas, great ideas, man, but he's not a great people's director. Deborah Chow, on the other hand, could be brilliant. You could really get something out of our hitting Christensen. And I think and I think that despite George Lucas being not the best director, Hayden Christensen still was managed to give a a really great performance at times. I think with mm-hmm. Deborah Chow backing him up, I think he could he could pull off just oh. excellent performances. Um I'm really curious how they're gonna do it with him potentially being in the suit? Will there be flashbacks? Like, there's so much potential there. Well, I don't think we're going to get a flashback of uh, him killing younglings in 20 minutes. 
No, it's even when people on YouTube may want that, that's not gonna happen. It's honestly, I, I like it's like again, I think you have to get in the, the right kind of mindset for these things. So, for me, I'm not expecting any craziness, like full on action, full on fights. I'm expecting something to be slow paced, character driven, taking its time with Kenobi. Right. Like some like Logan, where there were there was action scenes, but it wasn't the driving force of the film. It was all about Logan. And yeah. that's what I think we're gonna see a broken I think we're Oh. Oh I just had a thought there. <laughs> what if Kenobi is the last Jedi of Disney Plus series. It's possible. I think. I think we're gonna yeah. see. I think we're gonna see a broken Kenobi. I think we're gonna see an Obi Wan that is completely down his luck. Maybe, maybe he's not even committed to doing the whole protect Luke thing. Maybe he's just like, screw it, we failed. Yeah. And he's gone nuts in the desert. Maybe he kind of like leans into the whole crazy old man, crazy old wizard thing. And then this kind of this series is about bringing him back to that of like, yeah. you know, him having to come to terms with all this. He's been there for 10 years. He's going crazy. But then he has to like reaffirm himself and center himself on like, okay, here's the mission. Here's what I've got to do. All right. oh, I can always see the internet videos of it already. <laughs> not, not my Obi-Wan. Oh, no. uh, it's, it's Jake Kenobi. Kenobi. All it would take is for like, I don't use Reddit, but for someone just to go on Reddit and just say something along those lines, and then that's it. You know people have done that. You know people are just like, okay, let's watch and see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, like within a week. Like you delete it after a couple of hours, but within a week. That would be spreading. I had a slight little thing to go with that one time with episode nine, but I just I never got the chance to do it. Oh wow. Uh, but um there you go, Mandalorian series three, which uh oh, depending on how that goes, I think uh, it's gonna destroy a certain theory. <laughs> you never know. Oh, I, just, I don't know. I just want to see how it goes. I, I, I want to see Thrawn. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, like the actor that plays him, uh, Lars Mattelson. Like I've seen him in Sherlock. Uh, he was in Series Three, and he was good in that. Same cold demeanor. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be perfect as Thrawn. I mean, not just because he's the voice, but because that continuity of like having him, hearing him, and people get into the character and just like seeing him in blue makeup is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm sure what the uh, MacGuffin's going to be because obviously now Baby Yoda's gone. Is it going to be more towards the Dark Saber and Mandalore? Will that be the MacGuffin now? Or will it just go in a different direction? And there's all these rumors, speaking of rumors, about like the fact that maybe season three could be the last season. And that I've heard, heard of series four. I've heard of four series. 
Yeah, I keep hearing that too. So they're talking about there. I've heard conflicting things about like maybe it's going to end season three, but it'll kind of morph into something else. It'll be a new type of show. Um, mm -hmm. Season two really felt like an ending almost to the show. Um, so right. you know they could easily like not to say. I think the character Din Djarin had a lot of life left in him to show up to other places. Um, it's going to be interesting, like how Mandalorian season three kind of picks up where it picks up where it goes and then if that is the ending where does it end how do you top that ending of season two and where does it go from there and how does the characters and, and i would assume grogu is not finished i would assume he's going to come back at some point but how do you do that you know there's so many questions hmm. i know a, i know a certain question that will have to be answered within the first episode what happened to uh, Cara Dune? Yeah, that's going to be a big question. That uh, grew up on her way home. I I just I wish they would just recast her and not even mention it and just go for it. I really wish they would. <laughs> just, just, yeah. <laughs> who would they cast? Who would they recast? Uh, I got it. Eagle. Don Teagle as uh, Cara Dune. <laughs> oh, man. It wouldn't be the first time he's replaced a, a big known actor mm. in a role. In, uh, yeah, it could work. It could work. That would be, oh, man, the internet would be on fire. <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. But here's the thing. Everyone who's playing the part, like, plays it straight. As if there's not even a change at all. Maybe someone says, there's something different about you. Uh, I've, uh, they I'm should stopped. just, what they should do is they should just have it to where, like, it's it's the same scenes. Um, They, they just keep going with the story. And it's, Cara Dune is there, but every time it cuts, there's a different actor playing Cara Dune. Same costume, different actor, so it's like... Don Cheadle, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, you know, like you could just go wild and Kathleen just. Kennedy. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> actors, it's just random people just show up. No, I've got it, I've got it. You get those life sides cut out. <laughs> and what, it, what they do is, obviously, they film all the other scenes, and when it cuts to her, it's just her, and it comes up all like. Every time it cuts away from her, a big sign comes up with what she's just said. <laughs> like, movies like, from the 1910s or something. It's like a giant cardboard cutout of Cara Dune, but her face has been cut out and it's just replaced with like a, like a, just a smiley face. So they can't yeah. use her face. And then like every time it just like cuts to her, like, what, uh, uh, Cara Dune, what do you think? And it's like, wow, Cara is very, very quiet today. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Replace the face, not just with a cartoon face, but replace it with the face that Mr. Bean drew on and Winsler's mother's. It's just, it's just that. Oh my gosh. That would be... Uh, I just, there's so many, like, this is an SNL sketch in the making. Like, I feel oh, like they should do Here's that. the thing, though. Like, I was fine with the character, right? And, I, I was too. And, like, I can see... His, and I tried to explain this to someone on YouTube, and they just kept... Well, she, she went... 
conspiracies. Um, there was there was that whole picture to do with um, the Holocaust, which I think was a big fucking overstep. Yep. Most of them say anything about concert as well. I didn't mention concerters, but you already you've got, you've said that, so you kind of knew what she was on about. And then the whole thing with the whole trans scenario as well. It's just like when she originally did the whole thing with her bio. My original thought was she's making R two D two noises. <laughs> now, right? Maybe maybe that was the case, or maybe there was more to it. I just, I need to have the, more stuff to do with it. Disney contacted her, taught her these things, and she could have just listened, said, okay, all right, very well, and used their statement, and it would have all blown over. Mm-hmm. She just should have just kept stum, took their statement, and used it, instead of digging herself a deeper hole. And what's also very ironic is, the, a lot of the people that are defending her were against her when episode 4 came along. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And another thing I've noticed is again, they'll raid the Star Wars channel's comment sections, dislikes for Gina. But it's all it's all bark, no bites. Yeah. They can't, they, they say there's loads of them, which there are quite a few of them. But they would rather take a lazy way of doing it than actually do something for a name. So they're not genuine fans of Gina. They will, for example, I, I actually put up a pitch in one of the comments saying, look, what doing this is never going to bring her back. It's never going to work. What you're actually doing is making her name worse for Lucasfilm because you're just you're showing the worst side of it. Why not actually show a way of actually supporting her? Um, go nuts. So you're saying that you're going to cancel Disney Plus. Use that. Then. Put your money where your mouth is. So let's say there's a thousand of you and you all put your money towards that you Disney Plus towards something that would back Gina. For example, I know, I know this sounds a little silly, but like say you went and got a uh, a billboard in Times Square, one of the biggest advertising areas in the world. And you bought it. something for Gina, the Mand- to get her back for the Mandalorian. Like we want Gina back. Something nice, a nice message. You would get media coverage. From papers, magazines, online, you have YouTubers talking about you'd have it, it would be trending on Facebook, Twitter. Oh no, it's too much hard work. <laughs> they can't be asked. No, there's not it's just just too much. There. It's it's there's there's no oh what's the word I'm looking for? It's not legit it's not a legit movement, it's not a legit cause. There's no real reason for them to do it other than trolling. Right. It's it will die off. Yeah, it's it, it's already it's already it's, dying. It's already dying, I think. But it's just it's just so ridiculous. And I don't I don't know. Right. 
know where I don't know where they where where they want to go. Whatever it's gonna it's gonna heat back up with season three because she won't be there and they're gonna be reminded of that and they're gonna want to remind everybody else of that. And it's not like more to that. It's good. It's oh yeah, it's gonna be good. great. Yeah, great action sequences, and, great characters. And Gina will be in a movie produced by Ben Shapiro or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. I watched a thing to do with him, and my, is he is 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 that editing done with his videos, or does he actually sound like that? I think he probably sounds like that. He's he's annoying. <laughs> he's annoying. I, know those, I can't stand I know here and talk. I know you got roasted by the internet about his wife. Yes, yes, he got a lot of flack for that. A lot of flack. I... Oh man, Ben Shapiro. Hey. All right. Um, yeah. That's some weird things there. <laughs> unfortunately, I think I'm probably going to need to jump off of this. That's all right. I've got tea to have anyway, so uh, <laughs> I'll be uh, sorting that out very quick. No, I would love to do it again like this. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. We'll make this happen like, again. Um, this was fun. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the next time I'll actually have, I'll write down some notes and stuff to actually have, like, so I can go. Yeah, yeah. I probably should have done the same thing, but I'm just been winging it. Okay. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, I appreciate you coming on. My charged as well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, everyone watching, go check out the Star Wars Hub. That's, that's his thing and uh great page and uh yeah this was a lot of a lot of fun it took, took a lot longer than I, longer than i thought to also to get on and to do it but i'm glad it worked oh, out Christ, technology. <laughs> facebook needs to sort a lot of things out yeah and there's always at least 20 problems to work out Ugh. all right i'd definitely be up for this again and get some more folk involved as well yeah, that'd be great. I think you can add a button. Now that you see like, how many people we can get on one of these things at once, that would be fun. Fun to work out. All right. <laughs> definitely, definitely be up for that again. All right. Well, I will talk to you on elsewhere on the interwebs. And thank you for coming on. And we'll make this happen at some point in the future. All right. Hopefully, uh, give, it, I don't know, give it another few days, another week. Hopefully, the pain will... Uh, gone down a bit as well that's good yeah happy happy recovery quickly recovery and you have a great day